Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. You are listening to the podcast. This is the show where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered by me, your host and fitness coach, Adam Pullman. In today's episode, uh, we are talking about push-ups. So someone wants to know what they can do uh, to improve their push-ups. They haven't been able to do them well for a very long time. So what does the process look like? Because sometimes, you know, it, it gets challenging. If you feel like you can't do the movement that you want to do, how do you just start doing it? How do you practice it if you can't do it in the first place? So we're going to talk about some ways that you can scale up to some really good and solid push-ups. Uh, and also in this episode, um, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, a new affiliation that I have, something that I want to bring up with you guys just to let you in on something that can benefit you um, and give you the lowdown on that, all right? But before we get into the question, first and foremost, got to go through a couple of different of announcements, different of announcements, my gosh, different announcements. Uh, let's see. So first and foremost, if you are new to this show, it's listener driven. So this is how it works. You send in a question on Instagram. Uh, like this individual did here, and I will answer that question here on the show. So if you have a question, find me on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. You can find me there. And then every single Saturday on my story, you'll see a question box that says, ask me a question or ask me anything. That is your green light to submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions as you would like. And then here's how it works from there. Uh, what I'll do is I'll answer the questions, no matter what the question is, I'll answer it briefly on the story. And then if it is something that we haven't talked about in a while, or it's a great question, something that um, would, would benefit a lot of other people out there, I'll answer it in detail here on the show like I am today. We haven't talked about push-ups in a while. Um, I don't think I've made much content on how to scale as far as building your push-ups go. Um, so this is why I brought this one up today. But anyway, that's how that works. So find me on Instagram, go to my story on Saturdays, and submit the question uh, there. Lastly, if you want to actually know two more things. So if you want some more uh, valuable free content, you can go get that at PullmanFitness.com slash free. Uh, that's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. And if you are a driven and committed individual, you are growth minded, you're someone that wants to improve your health and fitness, you want to know more about how to do that. You want to know the ropes, the ins and outs, what you should do, what you maybe shouldn't do. Um, and you're also willing to to uh, seek help and to maybe even explore coaching, working with me one-on-one -on -one in order to stop spinning your wheels, finally reach your goals. I invite you to be a part of our private Facebook group. So you you can uh, request to join that just by sending me a message on Instagram or sending me an email and just say, hey, I'd like to be a part of that group and I will send you a, uh, a link there so you can request to join and I'll, I'll let you in. Now, one thing I did want to bring up before we get into the question, something that's kind of exciting. So um, <clears throat> it's, actually, it's actually funny because when I brought it up on the Instagram story, this affiliation that I now have, uh, everybody was giving me a really hard time. All my friends were giving me a hard time and they're like, Adam's an influencer now, blah, 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 which wanted to make me barf. It wanted to make me puke. I hated it. Um, but it was a good tease. I would have, I would have made the same joke to someone else that I know if it was the same situation. So here's what's going on. So Mir is, a, is an awesome company. Um, I've used their products for a while. Um, basically what they make, they make cups, mugs, tumblers, stuff like that. But, uh, so nowadays you have tons and tons of generic brands, um, that are spinoffs of Yeti and things like that. Uh, but 
the reason that I chose to talk to Mir about some sort of affiliation, and by the way, it's an affiliation with me, not just the not the podcast. Um, the reason I went to talk to them is just because one, their products are amazing. Um, they have a very wide range of products too. Uh, and then two, they have a mission and a brand that I think is awesome. Uh, they give a really good portion of their their profits or proceeds that, that go to charitable causes. Um, they're huge on environmental impact. Uh, a lot of their stuff is, I'm not sure how much of it is recycled, but they the reason that they make things the way that they do uh, is because it's better for the earth, better for the environment. And in my opinion, I mean, I know it sounds hippie, but that's something that I think uh, is is worth caring about um, at least a little bit. I don't think you have to go all out and get like vegetable oil cars, but, but uh, if you can do something and no matter how small to make some sort of difference and get an awesome product at the same time, I think it's a, a great option. So I've been using their coffee canister. Basically what it is, it's like a uh, Imagine a little like, I don't know how many ounces it is, but it's a pretty big canister. It'll hold um, more than a, a bag of coffee. So what I do is I get the whole beans in the bag at the at the store, order it online, wherever, and then I'll grind them up, put them in the canister. And they have this like this little disc that goes in the middle and it's a vacuum seal. So you put that disc in the middle, press the notch down, and it basically suctions itself to the outside of, or excuse me, the inside of the canister so no air can come in or out. Um, and it's kept my coffee really, really fresh because usually what I used to do is I would grind it up the day before and then I would um, have it have it like that every day. So, or sorry, I would grind it up the morning of and then I would have it like that. And, you know, it's just, it's kind of, it's one extra thing to wash, one extra thing to do, one extra counter to clean because there's gr- coffee uh, grounds everywhere. Um, and this canister has been awesome because it keeps the freshness without me having to grind up the beans every single day when I have the coffee. Um, so, Go ahead and check them out. Here's how the affiliate the affiliation is set up. Um, usually what they do with people is they, they've been saying, okay, you get 20% off. The, the customers or people that you recommend it to will get 20% off and you'll get a 10% kickback from that total sale. Now, one of my core values is authenticity. So I always want to be 100% upfront with everything going on because I know a lot of like <clears throat> people with affiliations and things like that, they feel like it's a legitimate way or they want to get to that place because they feel like it's a legitimate way to make a living. It's not. (laughs) This is something that I just wanted to do for you guys and for myself, obviously, because I use the product. Having a discount is awesome. And so what I, what I want to do with the 10% um, is, is give it to some sort of charity or give it to some sort of cause. Um, And so I think what I'll do is I'll put a poll up every single month and we'll vote. What we'll do is we'll vote on where we, where the majority of us would like the charity or the, sorry, the profits to go. Um, so, uh, and we'll figure that out over time as far as what system and structure is best for that, as far as giving those profits or those proceeds, but that 10% kickback that I get, I'm not going to keep any of that. Um, we'll, we'll give it, uh, to, to other people, um, out there that, that need it more. So anyway, if you want 20% off awesome products and you would like to have those, that 10% of that go towards, um, uh, a good cause, Go to mir.com, M-I-I-R.com, and at checkout, use the code ADAMPULLMAN20. So first name, last name, 20, and that will get you 20% off of your of your order there, okay? Now, we can go ahead and get into this question. This question is from OCD Mommy. <laughs> uh, that's a good handle. Uh, the question, I love it when people have creative handles um, or easy names to pronounce. I love both of those. Uh, so OCD Mommy wants to know, um, I've been able, I've never been able, sorry, to, to do a push up. tried for four years, but I'm top heavy. Any tricks? Yeah. So 
there's a lot of stuff that we can do to improve um, a push-up. And this is actually something that a lot of women tend to struggle with just because they tend to be stronger in their lower half um, compared to their upper half. And that's just a general statement. Uh, so as a result of that, form gets off. Um, you end up cheating a little bit. Uh, you could end up saying the same thing about guys and squats on in a very general level. So uh, very common things that you'll see with a push-up uh, done incorrectly. Um, hands are way too wide. Uh, if you were to draw a line from the middle of one hand to the middle of the other, going straight across, um, people bring their neck or their head to that line. Uh, and so their shoulders aren't over their wrists. Uh, and so they're working a lot of, of their shoulder joint and not so much their chest or their triceps. Um, and it's not an optimal pushing position. Let's see what else happens. Um, usually the butt is up a little bit too much or it sinks down too low. Uh, the range of motion is really short. Uh, tempo is way too fast. There's a lot of stuff that comes up in push-ups, and, and people don't usually pay it uh, a lot of attention because it's uh, it seems like a pretty straightforward movement. You do push-ups in gym class when you're in elementary school, middle school, high, all that stuff. You do push-ups all the time, but hardly ever do people take the time to teach us the the proper push-up form. And Knowing, in my opinion, the proper push-up form is a very basic foundation for other pressing movements like bench press, dumbbell bench press, all that stuff. Uh, so it's very important that we that we get that push-up form right. Now let's first talk about the form. And again, this is uh, this is audio, obviously, not visual. So if if you want some sort of visual, I think what, what I'll do is maybe I'll post a um, a video of push-up form <clears throat> that I've made up on the 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 Instagram TV. That way you guys can see like the exercise of the week. I'll just do an exercise of the week so you guys can see proper push-up form and, and kind of visualize what I'm talking about here. But I've, I'm pretty confident that I'll be able to explain it well with my words here uh, as you're listening. So one of the big mistakes that, that people make, let's just start, actually, you know what? Let's start with, um, let's start with the feet and move up. Okay. So when you're doing a push-up, obviously your toes are going to be bent a little bit. The toes are going to be on the floor. The, the, the part of the ball of your foot is going to be on the floor. The feet are relatively close together. I would say maybe six inches apart, uh, whether you do a foot or four inches apart, not really going to make much of a, a difference there. Um, your knees are straight. Now, as we work up to the thigh and we work up to the pelvis and the butt, this is where things uh, get tricky for a lot of people. So we want to focus on having that tailbone tucked in a little bit. We want to have that, those abs tight. We don't want to have the, the Instagram model thing where your butt is arched out, your lower back is arched, sticking your butt out. That's going to create a lot of um, tension on that lower back. And so we want to make sure we tuck that tailbone in a little bit <clears throat> and we squeeze those abs and keep that core, that midsection really, really tight. Um, and so what will happen is you probably won't be perfectly level from shoulders to hips to feet. Your, your, your hips might be a little bit higher, but that's okay. I'd much rather have that than have you sink down and have that lower back be arched, creating a lot of tension on that low back. So glutes are engaged as, as much as you can. It's not going to be completely engaged, but glutes are activated. Your abs are activated. Pelvis is, is tucked in a little bit. Your tailbone's tucked in a little bit. Um, now, where we get to the upper body, this is where a lot of people, <clears throat> excuse me, they, they stray a little bit. So one of the first things that I want you to envision is having your hands shoulder width apart, right? So what I tell people is a little outside of that. So if you were to put your hands out in front of you, you have that L, like if you look at your left hand, you have the L with your index finger and your thumb, and you have like the, what you would call a J with your right index finger and your thumb. So the L and the J, imagine your shoulder, like the front of your shoulder is going to fit into that little groove where the L and the J is kind of, that's, that's where you would want uh, your hand positioning as far as the distance apart. Okay. 
Now, next step from there is making sure that your shoulders are stacked over your wrists. So when you're in the, in the top position, arms are straight, your shoulders are over your elbows, your elbows are over your wrists. Big mistake that a lot of people make, especially women when doing push-ups, because of the weakness, this is how they compensate, or how anybody that's weak in a push-up compensates, is the body weight shifts back. What ends up happening is your um, your shoulders shift behind your elbows, behind your wrists, and then you end up bringing your collarbone or your neck or your head to the middle of your hands instead of your chest. And the reason that the body kind of tend, nat- naturally wants to do that is because it's you're moving a little less weight. You're not moving all the weight of your chest up and down. You're moving, you know kind of your, your shoulders and your head and your neck up and down. Uh, obviously you have the rest of your body weight too, but you're just taking a little bit of weight off because you're shifting more weight towards the feet. We don't want that to happen. So we have those hands that are a little outside shoulder width apart. Shoulders are stacked over those wrists. Now here's where we go from here. Um, if your shoulders are a little outside shoulder width, you shouldn't be able to stick your elbows out too much without twisting your hands in. So your fingers need to stay, you know, forward straight. And then what you want to do is you want to bring, as you come down, you want to have your elbows be at a 45 degree angle in relation to your body, right? So, um, you know, right next to your ribs, elbows going straight back would be too, too, too far into the body, too close elbows, chicken winging all the way out to the sides, pointing completely out to the sides is going to be way too much. We want something right in the middle of that. So if you were to imagine elbows straight out to the sides is 90 degrees in in uh, relation to your body, we want your shoulders, or I'm sorry, your elbows at a 45 degree angle in relation to <clears throat> the side of your body. So elbows aren't right to the sides. They're not sticking all the way out. They're right in the middle there. Now, as you go down, what I want you to imagine is from hand to hand, you have a line that's going straight across. So let's just say it's from your knuckles. So your first knuckles there, uh, close to the 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 not your, not your palm. Cause you're not looking at your palm, but you know what I'm talking about that top portion of your hand. Um, so those knuckles there, imagine you have a line going straight through those knuckles across the floor, straight through the other hands, knuckles. Okay. What you want to do is bring your bra or bro line, what you call the bra or bro line to that line, that imaginary line on the floor. And if for practice, you can actually put a band on the floor. Um, you can get some, a piece of tape and put that on the floor but what you're going to do is you're going to have that going from your that tape or line going from the middle of one hand to the middle of the other hand so you can envision bringing your chest to the to that tape. And so what you're going to do like I said the bra or bro line. So your bra line if you're wearing a bra kind of the bottom of your of your bra the really the bottom of your chest there um, is where you're going to bring that uh, bring your body to. Sorry, bring the line to. Now if you're a guy what you would imagine is the bro line kind of where your pecs um, the bottom of your pecs are you have that kind of like cut off there at the bottom where your pecs kind of meet your ribs. That's where that's starting. It's really just the bottom of your chest, kind of where the, if you were to imagine the bottom of your sternum. So that hard bone, um, in, in between, um, the sides of your chest, right in the middle, the bottom of that, if you bring a line all the way across your, your chest there, that's where you want to bring, uh, your body in relation to that line on the floor. So your bra line or your bro line, you're bringing that to the line on the floor. That should naturally cause you to have your elbows be at a 45 degree angle, um, to use your shoulders, your, have your chest involved and have your triceps involved. Now this is going to feel weird. Your body's not going to be strong in that position if you haven't done it that way. Okay. Because it's stronger in a certain position with your elbows stuck out to the sides, hands wide, weight shifted back because you're just used to doing it that way. So you're likely not going to be stronger doing that way at first. And that's okay. We'll talk about how to slowly build up, uh, here and here in a little bit. Last thing I wanted to mention is just your tempo. Um, go nice and slow, spend a few seconds on the way down, a couple seconds on the way up. You know, let's just say two Mississippi on the way down, two Mississippi on the way up. I feel like that's a decent, um, 
rule of thumb, make sure you don't let the back sink. You keep those abs tight, tailbone tucked in, all that good stuff. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else form wise that I'm missing. I think we're good there. So uh, next we're going to talk about how to slowly build up. So let's say you're completely weak doing a regular push up. You can't really do them. Where do we start? Uh, a great place to start. It would be on a wall. Okay. Oh, I remember what I was going to say about the form. When it comes to the position of your elbows and your hands, imagine you're standing up and you put, you're, you're wanting to shove somebody. You're wanting to push somebody. You're not going to do it by putting your hands out wide and sticking your elbows straight out to the side, right? You're not going to be strong from that position. If you were to imagine just right in front of you, do it right now. Imagine you're going to push somebody. Your hands are probably naturally going to go right outside your shoulders. Elbows are at a 45 degree angle because that's where you're going to have the strongest force. You're going to be able to produce the most force to shove that person. Okay. So envision, imagine doing that. Um, and that's your natural hand position and elbow position there. So <clears throat> we're starting from, we're starting from a wall. That would be like your, your basic start to that one. Okay. Um, most people can do this. All people can do this. Obviously, um, the, the further your feet are away from the wall, the harder it's going to be, the closer your feet are, the easier it's going to be because you're not moving really much weight when you're standing straight up and down. The challenge with the wall is just that as you move your feet out, it's going to be harder to bring that chest to that line that you're envisioning because the body angle in relation to the, the wall is weird. So for most people where you're likely need to start is some sort of incline. So, uh, I like to use a bench for this. So you can use a flat bench, put your hands on that bench. And this is actually a great way to practice bringing that line to the bottom of your chest. So you wouldn't where, where your hands are on the bench, that edge of the bench, that would be your line that you're trying to bring to the bottom of your chest as you keep those elbows at a 45 degree angle. So start there as you gain strength there, then we can move to the floor. Um, but when we're at the floor, what we're going to do is start from our knees. So just bend your knees, kind of cross your feet, um, and have your knees be on the floor. Pelvis still, or, uh, tailbone still tucked in, abs are still tight, hands, shoulders, all that stuff, elbows are in the same exact position. You're just going to reduce your body weight a little bit by um, taking your your the, your lower legs off the floor. So you're going to reduce that resistance. Uh, once you're strong there, I think the next option from there would be doing a, um, so you're going to mix both regular push up and from the knees. So what you would do is you would go down on the way down from your feet, and then you would let your knees touch at the bottom and uh, bring your feet off the floor and then go up from your knees. Cause usually we're much stronger in the eccentric, which is when your muscles are lengthening, um, than we are in the concentric when your muscles are squeezing. So your muscles are going to be lengthening, um, for, uh, yeah, they're going to be, so they're going to be lengthening on the way down. Um, and so you should be able to handle more weight slowly on the way down. So from your feet, go slow and controlled on the way down, maintain proper form. And then as you get to the bottom, bend those knees, bring the feet off and then push up from the knees. Once you get strong there, then we can start doing those regular pushups all the way up, all the way down from the feet. Um, I would still focus on going really slow and controlled from the, uh, from the top to the way down. And then, um, you know, pushing up one Mississippi or two Mississippi on the way up, uh, the slower you go on that negative, the more strength you could potentially build. And that will translate over into the actual pressing motion of your pushup. So that is how I would recommend you scale into doing a proper pushup guys. I hope this episode has helped. Uh, if you know someone that could benefit from it, go ahead and spread the love, share this show with them, share this episode with them and let them know that this is where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, 
I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is the podcast.